All right, welcome to the Waffle Zone. This is where we waffle on about what we listen to, uh, podcast music. We talk about the retweets, the tweet quotes that people gave for the episodes and do a little bit of waffling in the process of that. So to waffle with me today is, well, one of the, actually the originator of the, of the name of the Waffle Zone. I got all the way from Perth. I have the only official. <laughs> Um, historian, historian of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the historian of the podcast. Yeah. You remember, of course you did. You remembered the trivia question I just asked you. Um, I have Kirsty on the line who's already said something. How are you, Kirsty? I'm good. Thanks. How are you? <laughs> I, I'm good. Uh, uh, I, I, you had to help me already. That's, that's not a good sign, is it? <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Yeah. I'm yeah. also the administrator. Yeah, you're the official I administrator. Been doing much administrating lately, but if you join a Facebook group, I'm gonna crack on with that now. <laughs> and a translator here as well. Oh yes. I I talked to a friend of mine uh, that I've known since high school the other day, and he was saying, yeah, because he's in the he's in the group on Facebook, and he said, he goes, yeah, I don't I don't ever see you on there. It's always this one girl, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's the administrator. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but um. Let's talk about what we listened to this week. Uh, did you listen to music this week in the past? I know your kids just went to school, so yeah, that's right. So yeah, we've had school holidays, and um, as I was just saying, my husband's been off work. Mm -hmm. So spending, when you spend a lot of time with your family, you don't always get to choose exactly what you want to listen to, do you? Um, <laughs> but you know, um, my husband doesn't like Iron Maiden or Voyager or a lot of the bands that I like. I like pretty much anything he likes because I just like music. So I let him choose, really. And the first uh -oh. one I wasn't really very familiar with because they were popular here in Australia before I moved here. Um, they're called Australian Crawl. They're an 80s Crawl. band. Um, okay. They've got a couple of their songs I've heard on the radio a lot called The Boys Light Up and Reckless. But I'm not sure you'd probably ever have heard of them being in America. But I also found out they've got a song that's very similar to Sweet Child of Mine called Unpublished Critics. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, he played a live <laughs> album, so I really enjoyed that. So it was really yeah. good. Um, it's been yeah. good living in Australia and discovering all these bands that were massive before I came. And another one of those bands is Powderfinger. And I've I really heard Matt talk them. about them. Yeah, I've, I've got into them as soon as I moved here, and I'm completely up to speed on them. Okay. And we played two of their albums, Vulture Street, 1998 and internationalist from 2003 yeah as you say i know matt's a fan hopefully okay. he's listening today oh yeah hi matt hey matt um, and we played the bends by oxford band radiohead that's an album that we both love one of the more rockier albums by radiohead the and then another album we've got in common is alanis morissette's jagged little pill and okay. almost everyone I know bought it when it came out, and we were no exception. So we've got two copies <laughs> in our house. Did you buy it? Nope. <laughs> no, no, because you have got to be different, don't you? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, girl singers. So. Yeah. Yeah, not, I think Aaron is more than me because um, the next one, another girl singer, this has got one of his favorite songs of all time on it. Coldplay? Florence and the Machine. <laughs> Do you know Florence and the Machine? I've heard the name. I have heard the yeah, name. Yeah, so we played the album Lungs, um, and it's got Aaron's favourite song, Dog Days. Okay. Um, but I did listen to Sun Maiden on my own in the car, there you and go. Um, 
I went with the X Factor because the Wayne's Iron Maiden podcast is covering it at the moment. So mm-hmm, I thought I'd yeah. put that on. Okay. And you know what I noticed? How many times Blaze Bailey goes whoa on all the songs in the X Factor? So <laughs> uh, Wayne's Iron yeah. Maiden podcast, he's really pointed that out. And um, yeah, <laughs> it's become very, very obvious to me. And yeah, yeah that's that's all my music for the week. Okay, well, you definitely listen to more to me. I'm surprised if your husband was picking that you weren't listening to more Coldplay. Yeah, you knew that wasn't allowed. And you and you didn't even laugh at my Coldplay joke when you said he listened to another female singer, and I said Coldplay. Trust me, <laughs> Coldplay's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you'd had to listen to that live album several times, you wouldn't be laughing either. Mm, yeah, yeah. I don't really know that I could. I can pick them out if I hear a song, and that's about it. I don't know. That I could name, I couldn't name a song by them. They've written Did some I, good songs, but I don't like the singer, and he can't sing live. So, uh, okay. in my opinion, <laughs> did, did I ever tell you that I saw Radiohead live a long time ago? Yeah, you in, did. Yeah, 1995. Yeah, saw them yeah. opening for REM. So that would have been a cool gig. Yeah, I didn't even I like- know who they because they're the ones. Don't don't Radiohead have the. Um, uh, what was their uh, 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 their first big hit? I can't remember. Creep. Uh, Creep. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing I knew by them, and I thought they were pretty decent. So, but anyway, what I listened to this week is easy to get through because I was. If anyone pays attention to the news, I don't know if they would have had us on the news or not. But Texas had some pretty. I had people in Australia asking me about it, so mm-hmm. maybe it is worldwide. But I had some. We had some pretty rough weather, and I drive for a living. And when the roads are icy, Texas isn't really equipped for it like we're not really prepared to handle it the way say they would up where jesse lives in illinois so i only worked two days last week and both days that i was on the road uh, the roads weren't as they needed to be and you know imagine it being in a big truck and kind of sliding sideways across the road it doesn't make you want to go back to work another day at week so that's kind of what i did <laughs> um so i did listen to two albums last week I barely made it through the second one because I didn't get to finish it at work. But I listened to two albums, both by the band. You Can you guess which band I might have listened to, Kirsty? Iron Maiden. I planned on listening to Iron Maiden, but I didn't. Oh, so. okay. No, was it Megadeth then? It wasn't, it, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't Megadeth. Yeah, I did. This is another week. Another week that I didn't listen to. I think I'm just kind of, uh, uh, you know, I listened to it a lot. So I was just kind of chilling out on it and... But I did listen to somebody else in the Big Four. I listened to Anthrax. Cool. And yeah, and I listened to uh, an album I've never heard before, other than last week was the first time I heard it. It was a uh, Volume Eight, The Threat Is Real, which is kind of a bizarre album. It's got some really good stuff, and it's got. A, I think there's some good, and um, I haven't listened to it enough to really decide if if there's if some of the other stuff is good or not. But some of it is kind of suspect, but. You know, I'm I'm working my way through it, and um, but then the other album I listened to might be my favorite Anthrax album of all time at this point. Um, even though Matt's trying to get me to listen to a different album because he's like that album's better than the one I'm about to name. Uh, he wants me to listen to the Sound of White Noise, but I'm telling him that I think Stomp Four Four Two is my favorite. It's so good. It's full of energy, and the songs just you know uh, with John Bush's vocals they're it's it's perfect. It's, I think it's just like there's there's not even a bad song, and I used to not feel that way, 
but I kind of changed my mind listening to it again more recently. I'm like, some of these songs that kind of would get on my nerves with the choruses being a little too busy, I'm just like, it's just a lot of energy. So, so those are the only two albums I listened to. Um, I had I had other plans, but I didn't make it to any of those. So, so we can can we expect you to be a little bit obsessed with Anthrax for the next few weeks? <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. I I do have a very um, obsessive. Uh, addictive personality. So when I get into something, you know, Black Sabbath. Remember Black Sabbath? <laughs> yes. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it it's like I love all these bands, but it's like I get, when I get it, I just want to hear as much as I can. So, but the song, the album I was craving to turn on today, as I was doing a little driving, I wanted to put Stomp Four Four Two on really bad. So that's definitely going to be uh, in the mix for a while, I think. So. So, uh, what about podcasts? Did you listen to any podcasts last week? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I've already said that I listened to Wayne's Iron Maiden podcast. And I listened to it mm-hmm. last week when they did mm-hmm. um, Look for the Truth. I think okay. I've agreed with most of his reviews so far. They've been pretty good. Okay. Pretty funny okay. as well, obviously. Yeah. Um, I listened to Feckin' Metal. Um, Fergal mm-hmm. uh, did an interview with Mick Wall talking about Thin Lizzy. That was a good mm-hmm. one. Okay. And... It wasn't this week, but Metal Chat with Melissa had George from Judas Priestcast and Quinn from And Volume for All just mm-hmm. talking about music. And I just really wanted to recommend that one because I really enjoyed it. That was a okay. two-parter. And, of course, Bruno on your show last week. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that that was, uh, it was just absolutely mad, wasn't it? I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't just rate past the jam as his number one song since he was uh, including <laughs> B-sides as well. Yeah. Yeah, pass the jam. <laughs> uh, is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah. I didn't get as many as I wanted to this week um, because of uh, – I was listening – let's see, wait, see. I did have one podcast in common with you, though. I had uh, – not the exact episode, though. I listened to an episode of the Feckin' Metal podcast uh, where he he talked to a guy also named Fergal. Uh, Fergal H – or – or H, I'm not sure if that's how he said it, uh, Holmes and uh, of DME Productions. He's a pr- promoter, I guess, in um, Ireland of metal shows and just lots of other things. And that was a really interesting uh, conversation, you know, hearing about how they do that stuff and just the stories that the guy had to tell. I thought it was really interesting. I enjoyed that. Yeah, cool. Uh, Obviously, like with my family being around, I'm a little bit behind on Yeah, that. That's definitely one I wanted to get to, though. Yeah, I've, I've, I haven't, there's a, there's a couple I'm, I'm especially behind after last week. So, um, I listened to the episode with me and Bruno again and, uh, you know, you know, it's like I heard it the first time. I couldn't believe some of the stuff he said and I listened thinking mm-hmm. maybe the second time would help. And I still can't believe some of the stuff he says, <laughs> but, um, but after I listened to that one, it went right into another one that I subscribed to, uh, called the Twilight Zone podcast. And I wasn't planning on listening to it, but, once it started playing, it's an excellent podcast, especially if you're into the Twilight Zone TV show from the 60s. Uh, and I just let it play. And the guy has a really soothing voice. He's from England somewhere. Uh, but um, very good one. Very good one. And it's called A Kind of Stopwatch. That's the episode. And then I listened to the Decibel Geek podcast. They do a little news 
episode every week or so, and it was called Geek Wire the week of uh, February 2nd. And I like listening to that because it's just interesting to hear kind of the goings on in the metal community, rock community and things like that. Even if it's bands you don't care about, sometimes the stories are interesting enough. So, but yeah, that's all I listened to. Oh, and I, I started listening to a Jim Florentine podcast, uh, his most recent one, but about that time my truck started sliding sideways across the road and (laughs) I just could, I I had to Uh, completely. Any excuse for a day off. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, I don't, we only get so many extra days off a year and I'm really saving them for my vacation. Um, and, but yeah, but I went last night and I saw Jim Florentine. He was at a comedy club here and uh, it was a lot of fun. I, he asked a question. I answered the question. And as soon as I answered, I won't say what I said and what, what he asked, but when I answered the question, as soon as I came out of my mouth, I realized I probably shouldn't have said the answer the way I did because it's going to get me in trouble with him because I know what kind of comedian he is. And immediately he's like, what the hell does that mean? And I was like, oh boy, <laughs> we were, he was off to the races with me after that. And it was, it was cool because I like his show and I listened to him. So it was kind of fun to just get ribbed by him and he'd look and it, in a way it was interesting because it felt like he was trying to gauge whether or not you could take it. Like you could really take the what he was dishing out. And I feel like if he would have realized you couldn't take it, that he might've backed off. I'm not sure. No, but I'd like, I'd like to think that because yeah, you know, I, you could, you could take it just about, but Oh yeah. Some yeah. people I, would have rather died, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, I was laughing so crazy when he would, every time he'd make a comment to me and, because he would start getting to a certain area and it wasn't a nice area. And I would be like, okay, Something's coming my way. And then he'd be like, he'd point at me and I'd be like, he'd look, he will, one time he pointed at me and he just goes, well, you're a effing piece of S. I'm sure it doesn't bother you, does it? <laughs> just whatever he said. And I just, I mean, like something that every person in the world would be against, you know? And I was just like, but I was just laughing because I was like, it's so funny that I'm sitting here at his show. I listen to his podcast every week and here he is ragging on me at his own show. And I'm like, look, laugh at me or laugh with me, but just, you know. Everyone was laughing their butt off whenever he would say the stuff to me. So it was pretty good. Um, and after the show, the funny thing is I was talking to him about Iron Maiden a little bit. And because he said Killers was his favorite album. You know that Adrian Smith thing that I put, uh, put up the other day the, the where he was on that metal show? Yes. And they did their little ranking at the beginning. I don't know if you saw that part. And Jim ranked Killers as his number one album. And I told him, I said, yeah, I was watching that just the other day and, and you ranked killers as your number one album. And I was like, man, that's definitely a lot lower for me. And he's like, yeah, well, I got into him on killer. I got into him right at the start. And so I was like, hearing it from someone from face to face, I was like, you know what? That makes so much sense. Cause I told yeah, him, I said, I, I know. it does yeah. make sense, but I didn't, did I? I, um, I had all the Bruce albums up to seventh son before I had killers and it's still one of my favorites. So that's sure. Sure. But I mean, you wouldn't rank it over s- certain Bruce albums. You wouldn't rank it number one. So, but when he, you know, so I'm, I just said, look, I might, but that's for another day. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let's leave that alone. <laughs> so I just told him, I said, look, I, I, I said, I got into him on uh, Live After Death. So that's, you know, for me, that's, uh, I heard all the Bruce. He goes, yeah, that makes sense. And I was mm-hmm. like, but he even, and at a certain point, he was like, me and my friend, he goes, he goes, hey, you know, I was just kidding, right? And I'm like, of course you were kidding. If you were not kidding, man, I would have been up there dying to knock you out. You know, you're a comedian. I mean, it's a joke. I get it. I totally get it. He, he, he was awesome though. 
he was, you know, Matt had encouraged me to go. You know, mm-hmm. he also encouraged me to go to the Bruce Dickinson spoken word show. We all know how and that turned out. I thought he did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but I talked to Matt afterwards last night. I said, he said, yeah, call me when it's over. I want to know how it went. And he goes, so have I redeemed myself now from the Bruce Dickinson show? I said, yeah, I'll give it to you. Cause he was really pushing. He's like, man, if you can go, you have to go by yourself, go. It's definitely, it'll be worth it. And it's like, okay. So, so yeah, so I had a blast at that last night. So, but now, now it's the time to get into what Blackie Lawless would say is audience participation. So we're going to go through the retweets and the tweet quotes of last week's waffle zone and last week's uh, episode with Bruno who got plenty of attention from his uh, comments. So I'll, I'll do the waffle zone first because there's no tweet quotes. It's just a few retweets. So the retweets for last week's waffle zone were his Royal dudeness, Dave in the USA, um, Ron Kramer from Washington state, Willie Valaverta in Finland, the official detention teacher, Gen Yutani in Chiba, Japan, and the scouser David Laird in Liverpool, England. So next up is the retweets of my episode of Dave Murray's best and least best songs with the controversial. Do you think that Bruno gives the most hated man in podcast land a run for his money? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I can't hate him, even though. He says some really bizarre things. He's quite <laughs> okay. likable, really, isn't he? Even he is. I got, like, I did get a bit upset when I first heard his opinions on Somewhere in Time, but kind of got used to it, I guess. Yeah, you get past the shock of it, and then you just kind of laugh. You think, eh. You know, he talked on that episode about me needing to get an official psychiatrist, and mm. I think he would be the first patient, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, um... Retweets of that episode. We had uh, Willie Valaverta again in Finland. Jesse, formerly the delivery guy in Illinois. Michael Nolan in Cork, which I believe is Northern Ireland. Lord Andrew. Ireland. Yeah. Is, is it? Oh, it's not Northern? I don't think so. I thought it was. I thought it was. I'll go Google it now. You can Google it and... Uh, <laughs> but I think that's what it was. That's what I remembered. So I wrote it. It, it only said Cork. So I just wrote Northern Ireland. I thought it was, but uh, Lord Andrew, the most English of English gentlemen, uh, the Scouser, David Laird. Yeah, just Ireland. Oh, okay. Okay. My bad. Sorry about that, uh, Michael. Uh, Ron Kramer again in Washington State. Rowan Campbell, Campbell, and I'm not sure where he's from. He's a big fan of the Chicago Cubs, I noticed. And so I was thinking Chicago, but then he liked some other team that was in Ohio. So those are somewhere nearby each other i think <laughs> i can't so he didn't say which state he lived in or city so and lastly uh the official detention teacher teacher gen marutani now the tweet quotes um i'm about to pull my phone out for this one because i have a certain thing i have to read off when we do this uh where is it right there there we go okay so retweets are as follows or tweet quotes are as follows jose in uruguay who you will be hearing from if you listen to this episode first, his Iron Maiden story is this week, which is a pretty exciting thing. He's got a cool story. Very cool Brilliant. story. He, yeah, he had some awesome stuff. You've heard it, right? 
Yeah, yeah, he's got a really cool accent too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and all he said was, now listening. So next up, and I combined, um, I don't usually do this, but when when you have an official title with my podcast, that, and of course, I'm the only one that gives the official titles. So, but certain people, I give a little bit of extra leeway, you know, when they have a lot of good or bad things to say, you know. So the next one, and you'll know why when I say this, the official dinosaur of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone, Dean King. I, You know, we woke a sleeping dinosaur apparently last week on this episode. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he said, and he had a three-parter. So he said, great episode. Good discussion of amazing songs. Now let me get right to it. <laughs> <laughs> this Bruno McDonald guy, LOL. I mean, ragging on Senjutsu and Somewhere in Time is bad enough. But saying peace of mind is on the same level as No Prayer? What? I actually love No Prayer, but Peace of Mind is one of the greatest metal albums of all time. And I'm going to do a stop right there. When I talked to Matt this past week, he brought that up to me. He said, you know, I thought that was an excellent point, saying that No Prayer was very similar. Same level as peace of mind. So you're outvoted there, official dinosaur. (laughs) Okay, now back to him. He said, there is simply no comparison. (laughs) What do you think, Kirsty? I feel another album battle coming on. Oh, boy. There's only, but well, there's 10 songs on No Prayer. There's nine on Peace of Mind. What do we do? What do we do? We just remove the worst song from No Prayer, Uh, I guess. Yes, which is? Hooks in you. Obviously. Um, so, hey. yeah, you, you had that poll on, didn't you, the other day? Um, oh, wait. The you Assassin know, versus Quest for Fire? Yes. Yeah. It, it ended up being 6337 for for Quest for Fire. Yeah. And we're, I mean, I thought it would be a landslide for Quest for Fire. Um, and I probably would have voted, but I actually listened to both before I voted. Uh-huh. And um yeah, I just found the assassin a lot more interesting musically. It drew me mm-hmm. in and um it was just it's just so interesting until it gets to a better watch out, which unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but the rest of the song I, gave it the edge, I thought. I, I knew that I knew how it would go because it's on peace of mind. I so yeah. I knew that there wasn't a chance. But that thirty seven percent sometimes I don't necessarily care which one wins i just want to see how much it wins by mm. and 37 percent is pretty respectable considering it's that you know quest yeah. is on peace of mind so and and just in case uh lord andrew didn't hear me wh- what what song was the worst song on no prayer kirsty hooks in you thank you oh i'm sorry matthew matthew likes that one too <laughs> i'm sorry for all the people who think I heard it live the other day. It's not as bad live. I you guess. heard Qu- Quest for Fire? Hooks in you. Oh. Oh, yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> that was <a> really <laughs> terrible. I thought that was worse than the, than the album uh, version. I don't know. It was just a few seconds quicker, I noticed. So. Oh, it, it, felt, <laughs> so it felt like. <laughs> I, I, you know why they were playing it so fast, don't you? Yeah, to get. Get it done. Get get it over with. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. So uh, he said, there's simply no comparison. And then Steve said he kind of agreed. I didn't kind of agree. I totally agreed. I mean, I'm almost speechless. Nah, I'm never speechless. (laughs) 
That is a major third strike, Mr. Bruno. How many strikes do you think I have with uh, the dinosaur right now? I don't know. Oh, How many what? is he allowing? I don't know. He, 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 <laughs> <laughs> he, I must be getting a lot of foul balls, and as they would say. <laughs> he still comes back and listens. I know. I know. Well, I love his commentary, though, and I, oh, I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, he, he's always – he's well-spoken, and, and, you know, I think – has he ever told us? Is he like a comedian? Because he has a lot of funny lines. <laughs> yeah, he, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he said, uh, "What it? What is? What is it about such an influential metal album? Y'all don't get. If you even rate or discuss this album again, you need to bring on someone who can break down just how special Peace of Mind is." including the dinosaur <laughs> uh, respectfully, of course, also calling side two. <laughs> this is a Bruno, a Bruno diss here. Also calling side two of somewhere in time. Drek. No, no, no bad enough to say tired, but trash. And then he, then he stole one of my lines. Oh, Bruno. <laughs> okay. So a uh, very good comment there. Uh, or quick um next up was lord andrew i don't know if i'm gonna ref you know when i say the most english of english gentlemen he's always very polite i don't know if that's gonna qualify for this uh quick what he did here he said the episode where bruno is right about deja vu and steve is wrong about charlotte the harlot yeah hmm. the absolute worst dave murray song of all time is deja vu i just can't get behind that i mean it wouldn't be it wouldn't be my favorite of somewhere in time but gosh <laughs> it's better than quite a lot of songs i think yeah 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 you know andrew but you know how we were talking earlier about how he drinks a lot mm-hmm. maybe he was drunk when he wrote that pretty possible yeah 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 oh speaking of drunk let me uh let have me you got out. your whiskey yeah, I was going to show it to you. Since I actually, this is how close by it is. It's right there. <laughs> so handy. Have you got a glass there? Or are you just swigging it straight out of the bottle? No, I I, I can't drink right now because I have to go to work in about twelve hours, so mm. can't drink. But there's my little um, shot glass or whatever. So just in case people thought I was making it up. So, oh, here, let me make the bottle against the glass. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see here. So Lord Andrew said that. I just yeah. Yeah, I mean, Deja Vu, uh, th there's been better verses written in, or better uh, melodies in songs, obviously, and verses and stuff. But yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. The music's really, really good. Next up was the, oh, I'll just read the comment. You tell me if you know who said it. Bonkers, but excellent. Good to yeah. know this has become a drinking podcast. Hey, good point that I pulled the fireball out, right? <laughs> that was me. That was you, the official uh, historian. Um, you know, I won't need to be drinking this time. We're just waffling. Yeah, we're just waffling. So, uh, next up, oh, so I guess it's really good that I brought it out. Jesse in Illinois said, "Fireball tastes like heaven, burns like hell, guaranteed hangover." I'm see if I can. Uh, it says it somewhere on the bottle. I thought it said, uh, "Tastes like heaven." Uh, yeah, it says. Here's what it says: Ignite the night. What you have here is smooth whiskey with a fiery kick of red hot cinnamon. It tastes like heaven, burns like hell. What's hap what happens next is up to you. 
So that's pretty uh, fun. Sounds disgusting. Anyway, it, it, it covers <laughs> Did you go the t- to hangover. Or- Hopefully no, I just one shot. I, I just don't. I'm not a drinker, really. So I mean, one shot, and you know, even though Bruno was trying to encourage me to drink more, <laughs> you know, and with Bruno drinking more might be maybe that'll be the solution next. Could you imagine if the first like I've never been drunk in my life? Can you imagine if the first time I ever got drunk in my life was while I was recording an episode? <laughs> yes, that would be immense. I'd be that here for would, that. Oh gosh, I, I I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to listen to it afterwards and see what I said before I would okay, put it out. I would out. like everyone to uh, write in with your comments. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Set this up. <laughs> yeah, for every time Bruno makes an insane comment, you have to take a shot, dude. I'd probably I, I would need I would need an extra bottle. That's you know? right. You'd be in hospital. I would. <laughs> Uh, that's a new drinking game, people. When you listen to my podcast and Bruno's on, for every <laughs> insane comment you think Bruno makes, take a shot. So, okay. Uh, next up was David Laird. And then he just said, Oh, dear Bruno, we've been here before. Oh, we've been here before. So, yeah. Another deja vu reference, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two more. I have a. Uh, the official detention teacher of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone, Gen Yutani in Chiba, Japan. And he said, this is an excellent, I'm sorry, this is an episode on my favorite Iron Maiden member, Mr. Dave Murray. Let me just uh, give a little hint of something that's to come. Gen and anybody else out there, Gen will hear about it because he's a Patreon person. I've got something really cool coming up involving Dave Murray. Um He says, I was super excited before I listened to it. Now I finished listening. All I can say is the theme song for the episode. Oh, Bruno. Oh, Bruno. (laughs) And Gen not only gave a quick quote, but he gave us, he ranked every Dave Murray song from 22 all the way to number one, Kirsty. Yes. I'm going to just quickly read through them. Uh, number 22, uh, number 22, Acacia Avenue. Unfortunately, that's not the song I'm going to mention, but well, because he didn't write it. Yeah. But fortunately he agreed with me. Chains of misery was his number 22. Yes, of course it should be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're not counting the B sides, which right, you don't right. normally. Yeah. I didn't do that. So, uh, next up was at 21 was Charlotte, the Hartlet. Lightning Strikes Twice at 20. Oh, he included some of the B-sides. Justice mm. of the Peace at 19. The Man of Sorrows at 18. Uh, one of your favorites, uh, The Age of Innocence at number 17. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think this next one's a little bit low. Fate's Warning at number 16. Fate's Warning Below Still Life at number 15. The Prophecy at 14. So he... He has two of my songs together out there. Number 13, he has Total Eclipse. 12, Twilight Zone. Number 11, The Excellent. Bad title, great song, Public Enema, number one. Number 10, The Nomad. Number nine, Virus. Number eight, When Two Worlds Collide. Number seven, The Man Who Would Be King. Number six, Judas Be My Guide. Number five, The Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Number four, The Reincarnation of Benjamin Brieg. Number three, this will please the counselor, Brave New World at number three. Number two, 
I'm surprised this one wasn't his number one based on his Iron Maiden story. Number two was Rainmaker. It's still and, pretty high. Yeah, very high. And number one, I feel like I've been here before, but it's Deja Vu. So, very good list, Ken. Oh, and speaking of Bruno. Oh, Bruno McDonald in South Africa even made his own quote quote. He said, banging on about Iron Maiden again. God bless Uncle Steve for letting me once again air <laughs> my <laughs> heretical views on, <laughs> has- on hashtag Iron Maiden, hashtag Dave Murray, hashtag Dave Murray Iron Maiden. So there you have it, Kirsty. We've waffled. So do you have any last words for the people? No, that's that's me for the week. Thank you. <laughs> what? So, what should? Uh, oh, let me say this: uh, If you go here and you listen to this first, I mentioned earlier, uh, Jose. In I'm trying to see if I can say it the way he says it. Uruguay, uh, like he kind of says Uruguay, kind of almost uh, silences a little bit of the letters. But I was calling him Jose and Uruguay. <laughs> he was like, "No, no, that's not how you say it." So that might still be in there, but. Yeah, you're going to hear his Iron Maiden story. It's really cool. He went to a couple, or at least one, very monumental Iron Maiden gig. And super cool stories he has. So, Kirsty, like uh, like we told him last time, why don't you uh, waffle on over and listen to Jose's Iron Maiden story. Waffle on over. <laughs> 